Welcome to the Wild, Sexy, Abundant Podcast, the podcast for ambitious women craving a life of freedom, femininity, love, and luxury. I'm your host, Christina, and this podcast is designed to help you increase your impact, income, and inner peace so you can enjoy the ecstasy of living your life with a full bank account and a full heart. Sounds like your vibe? Then let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Wild Sexy Abundant Podcast and welcome to possibly one of the most vulnerable podcast episodes we've ever had on here and to just quickly take you into the scene because I just really want this to be a heart-to-heart conversation and really take you behind the scenes so Maybe you want to envision yourself sitting with me on this beautiful terrace right now. Maybe you've seen our terrace in my Instagram stories. Just right now, the sun is about to set. You might hear some birds in the background. and I'm just looking onto the infinity of the ocean. I always say like this just feels like infinity to have this view. And down downstairs, like the, car- the, the terrace is kind of like two floors is our pool and behind all of that there's just like a lot of trees and next to me is my little puppy Gandhi and he's just chilling on one of the chairs as well because he's living a very good life (laughs) anyhow so I really wanted to make this episode and really take you into all the behind the scenes because as you already saw in the title this has been the biggest year and I feel like yeah like I kept saying to people in my inner circle that I feel like this year has been so unique and I feel like I didn't really make the time to really like catch you guys up it was really like something was happening and I was like oh you know I want to be present for this I want to take time for this and really just be there and you know maybe I want to share this the next day on social media or just like another time and then the next day it would feel exactly the same And so I feel like there's just been this pileup of my life (laughs) behind the scenes that I wanted to like catch you up on. And I just didn't because I was always like, just don't want to ruin the moment. I just just want to be in the moment and be there and live it. And, you know, then sometimes something feels super duper big, but then you move on and suddenly it's like it never happened. Like you just moved on and it's done. Right. And that's another thing I felt around a lot of the things that happened this year behind the scenes that I didn't really share about and I really care to lead with authenticity and vulnerability and I feel like business the whole business world needs so much more of that humanity needs so much more from that and I like to walk first even though it's not always comfortable and yeah, so I don't even really know where to begin. This is, like I said, going to be a very raw podcast episode. There's probably not going to be any edits because I cannot be arsed <laughs> to go through all of this. But I'm just going to try and like really catch you up and really share with you why 2023 so far has been my biggest year and all the behind the scenes that I know you'll be curious about. Where do we even begin? <laughs> So for this year, my biggest intention 
really above the numbers, above everything else, was I want people to feel special. I want to make people feel special around me. That was something that one of my friends, she really embodies this so much. And you feel so special being her friend. And it just, it's just like a golden touch, if you will. And I was like, oh my God, like I want people to feel like this around me. I want people to be to be softened in my present and to be to be reminded of what's important but yeah mostly like to make I want them to feel special that was my number one priority and obviously being a business owner and doing coaching and mentoring and all of that of course that goes deep into my work as well and I feel like as like my work I've always done this a lot but for me this intention was mostly about like everybody in my life and also my my personal life and all of that and that was like my number one priority and then within that it was really a lot about focusing on what really matters because you probably know this or if you're new here over the last couple of years I've built a multiple six-figure per year business which is kind of a big deal and I'm somebody I've always dreamed about being rich, about having more financial freedom, being able to fly business class and really like see the world, do the things I want to do and not be limited by money. And creating, you know, all this income, creating all this money in my life, having all this money in my life, I really fucking enjoyed it. And I wanted to enjoy it. Like that was really the essence behind it all. Like focus on what really matters and enjoy what I've built really be in it because yeah you may you might know might know my god I cannot say this might or may (laughs) know that for me business is all about like really expressing yourself and not just building a business to have built a business but the business is a vehicle the business is something that creates you a life of freedom that you know can help you with your self-expression or it's like the thing that you express yourself through and all these things like there's so many things that come with building a business but anyway losing my train of thought where I was going to go is that yeah my priority has really been on like enjoying what I've built yeah that's where I was going so for me in my world and how I see business it's not about about always getting to the next thing making more money enrolling more clients like yes that's all fun and games but ultimately why are we doing this right and it's so important we stop to smell the roses, we stop to smell the flowers and re- really like be in what we've built. And that was my number one priority for the year. Like I've always been good in enjoying all the things, enjoying my life. I have enjoyed the money a lot. I've enjoyed the impact a lot. I've enjoyed the work a lot. But for this year, I wanted even more of that. I really just wanted to live and to, yeah, like I said, focus on the things that really, really mattered to me. And that's what I did. And still, like, so many things this year went different than I expected. And it was also really interesting because this was the first year in quite some time where I really, like, I had no, oh, I'm going to make a million this year or I'm going to, like, do this other big thing 
my focus on was on what I just described to you and the rest I didn't really care about. Not that I was like, oh, you know, I don't care to make money. Of course I do. It's, this is a business and this is for me so much more than a business. This is my legacy. This is what I, the work that I came here to do. And at the same time, it just wasn't the number one priority. Anyhow, let me think where we're going to start this. So yeah, I did start the year though with one of my favorite rooms I've ever ran. It was called 30. Maybe some of you were in there. And 30 was basically Radio Christina, me sharing my daily musings, sharing little mini trainings, sharing behind the scenes of business and such a fun offer. One of my most popular offers. I think this was the most people I've ever had in a room so far. And after that, I basically turned this thing into a membership, which wasn't planned but I did it because I had so much fun running this offer. And it was really fun because like, I think one tenth, no wait, one fourth. I don't know. It doesn't matter. A lot of women <laughs> jumped from 30 into the membership because they really enjoyed the room. And I really enjoyed leading the room. But ever since that offer and ever since that launch, I don't think I've really launched anything this year. I might be forgetting something, but I think... I didn't really launch, like officially have like a product, a course or a product. Well, I had like a few small things, but I didn't do like a big group program, a mastermind or like a big course or anything like that. And then in the spring, so this was winter, we kind of moved towards the spring. I was starting to notice that I've been having some health issues or rather like things that have been kind of lingering within me for literally years I was like you know what I want to take care of this like I'm not I'm not just going to settle for having a life where this is like a a subtle issue I want to really like tackle things and I was like I'll do whatever it takes to take care of this because I've been ignoring it for long enough and oops there I hit the table <laughs> Like I told you, this is going to be like super raw. Um, and so, yeah, it wasn't easy because it was really uncomfortable to face the fact that this actually bothered me just to, yeah, like take you on board. Like, obviously, this is not something super dramatic. I've lived with it for years. Not like a huge deal, but also not like super, super aligned. Not something where I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm so happy how my health is going. And so, yeah, I was like, I was frustrated. It was frustrating because I was noticing also how much it impacted my life and my abilities to give in the ways I wanted to give and to be in the things I wanted to be in, if that makes sense. Mm. And as you also might know, we're in a constant travel lifestyle. Like we don't have a home base like that. So we're just always in different places and it can be quite tricky to really like find a doctor that you love and trust and has like the holistic approach that you're looking for in like random places of the world. Also knowing that you're likely going to leave that place very soon again. And that really bothered me for a while. But then over time, I have found my person and my solution and, you know, through spring and the summer, my health was just my number one priority. Um, and really, yeah, make sure I take care of the lingering 
issues I've been having. Because you know I'm here for like really fucking living, living big, living bold and putting your energy into the things that you want to put energy into and really being like this vibrant person. It's something I really care about. I care about vitality and yeah, just feeling really fucking good in your skin and in your body and I didn't. And you know, I'm not fully, fully 100% out of this whole evolution yet either as we're recording this as we're speaking right now but it's all going in the right direction and I feel a bazillion times better with my health than I did before and yeah that was just like a big thing that happened in my life this year that I didn't really share because when I was you know realizing like hey this is something I really want to do something about It felt like a really big thing and I didn't know how to navigate it back then. And to me, business and social media and like what I share on social media is not a diary. Like, yes, I care to be transparent and authentic, which is why we're sitting here right now talking. But to me, this is also not my diary. I have a journal that I write these things into and that's where I process and I share with like my inner circle and things like that. But it in the in that moment didn't feel like oh yeah let me plaster this all over social media also because there was no added value in me sharing it I felt like but I do feel like I want to take you into that boat so to speak so that you don't feel like what the hell has happened this whole year like I don't feel like I know what's going on this is what's been going on for a really big part and it has caused me and this is the very vulnerable part this is the the bravery that I want to move forward with. It has caused me to make less money this year so far, because the year is not over, than I did in the previous year, which a lot of people would say is like a failure, is like bad. And there was definitely a part in me that was like, oh my god, are people going to judge me? Like, what kind of business coach am I that like, you know, not every year is the next big year, not every month is the next big milestone. And I was actually thinking whether I would say like, oh, this is so vulnerable or not, because it actually doesn't even feel vulnerable. Because this year, and this is why it has actually been my biggest year yet, I've matured I've grown as a person, as a woman, as a business owner beyond my imagination this year. And I think it was important that money just did not matter this year. And this whole journey really showed me of who I have become. And that my level of embodiment in the stuff that I'm talking about, in the stuff that I'm teaching, in the stuff that I'm mentoring people around... I'm so fucking deeply embodied in those things because I didn't really care. (laughs) I still don't really care. The only thing, like I said, that feels edgy is this like, oh, what will people think? But personally, I don't care. I lived an amazing life this year. Like, I'm so happy. This year has been unbelievable and amazing. Yes, there were moments of, wow, this really fucking sucks. But in total, I've aced my goal of making people feel special. 
my social life has really taken a 180. Where sometimes in the past I felt like, wow, I have all these like acquaintances, but like who are really my friends. I feel like this year I've been like, wow, I have the best people around me. And I want to pour all of my love and all of my heart into these people. Anyways, this will not be the most structured podcast episode. <laughs> and I'm not the most structured person. So <laughs> you probably already know this and you're fine. But anyways, the thing is, my life has been so goddamn rich. So beautiful. So many, so many, so many, so many amazing memories. And I'm so proud of the person I have become. And it's been incredible beyond words to sit and bathe and marinate myself in what I've created not just in terms of like the business I've created but also in terms of like the person I have become who truly is detached from so many things and I was more detached to a lot of things <laughs> before um but yeah to see like wow I have been making less money this year, which I intentionally chose when I chose that health journey. And at the same time, the beauty of how I set myself up to have that kind of financial year and still live in the biggest fucking abundance. And I don't want to get into too much detail here, but what I will say is that, because this is so important, I feel like a lot of you, when you price your offers, you are forgetting the cost of life and the cost of running a business, the cost of entrepreneurship in the way that it's not just about you being able to pay you, to, to pay yourself a monthly salary that pays your bills and like a little extra or a lot extra. This is like running a business has costs and you gotta also consider when you price your offers like what if you take some time off what if there's like a health issue that needs to be taken care of because as a matter of fact here's all the raw story I've paid all of the 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 doctor bills so far out of my own pocket because the health insurance is making some trouble we're solving it right now but I've paid that out of my own pocket all of it so far while still living a really good life and having more than enough money to live a good life for the next couple of months. And that's how I intentionally set up my business. And I want more of you to do the same thing for yourself because I think so many people, I mean, I don't think this, I know this, I see this all the time. People set prices with such low fucking standard. I'm just gonna say it as I see it. And it's like, yeah, it gotta pay my bills and this and that and yet like yes the rest is nice on top but no the rest is not just nice on top this is necessity and yes I don't want to like I don't want to create more pressure on money because I know most people have a lot of fucking pressure on money but it's like you gotta play a bigger game because I made less money than last year quite a lot less and I'm still here living a good life and like yes I would have obviously been fine as well if I had a little bit less But like, you know, I didn't have to worry about money and I could just focus on 
taking care of myself, taking care of my health, taking care of my relationships and setting my priorities a little bit differently because that was and is what was in alignment for me this year. But anyhow, enough about the money for now. Okay, no, actually not. Okay, one thing about the money I do want to touch on as well quickly. Actually, these these kinds of these these two points are kind of connected that I'm about to bring. So, one big thing that has occurred over this year of taking things slower and focusing on things away from the business a lot more than on the business, it has given me the space, and it has just kind of organically happened that I've developed like another fucking level of what I call entrepreneurial maturity. So as I said before, I always wanted to be rich. And so when I first came to more money, I was like throwing it out. I wanted to just buy the things. And I think it's totally fine. I know a lot of people are like, oh, you got to put 10% there and you got to do this and you got to do that. And like, you know, there's there's a time and place for that, in my opinion. It's it's the smart thing to do. But for me, it wasn't what I wanted to do. And again, if you've been following me for longer, you know, I'm a fan of the illogical. I'm a fan of doing things that make no sense until looking back, they make a lot of sense. That's how I've always seen it. But yeah, I've just bought a lot of things. I threw out the money, <laughs> if you will. And I don't regret any of that. I thought it was, still think it was kind of genius um, because it was my way. It was what I craved to do. And I don't think I would have been fulfilled in the way I am today if I had like blocked myself from doing that, if I had not allowed myself to do that. And this year, yeah, I developed like a level of entrepreneurial maturity that I didn't know before. I started to get turned on by savings when before I was always like, you know, you can always just make more money because I deeply believe that, which is a great thing to, by the way, believe, obviously, <laughs> because that creates, oh, I can just always make more money and you make more money. Um, but yeah, I started to be like, yeah, there is something sexy about like having a lot of fucking savings. There is something that makes me tingle when I walk around the city and I see like all these real estate places and they all have these like pictures out there from beautiful houses and you know me traveling around the world all the time I see a lot of really pretty houses for sale and I was like damn it would be nice like or basically I was always saying it to my boyfriend it's like how fun would it be if we just like look at these houses right now and we're like wow that one is gorgeous let's have a look at it maybe we'll buy this one and I was like, well, that's not going to happen if I keep just buying Louis Vuitton handbags, dream cars and other things. I mean, again, this is nuance, right? Because of course, you can do that when you have the amount of extra cash to have both, which is what I'm aiming for, obviously. But I didn't in the, in the past. I was just on the spending for now pleasures, basically. And now I can see the beauty of having a lot of extra cash and of course obviously with all the things I'm sharing here I had a good amount of extra cash obviously <laughs> on top of the the beautiful things and experiences I've purchased with my money but the, it was just left over and I know this is gonna trigger some people but that was just like leftover money it didn't feel like oh these are like my sexy savings that I'm having for like to buy a house or something they were just left over because I didn't have a specific desire in that moment 
Anyhow, so that was one thing. I started to get turned on by savings and really building wealth over time. And I also got turned on by building offers and building my business for sustainability rather than quick cash injections. And the thing with that, so this goes a lot deeper than it may sound. So again, going to be really fucking transparent here with you because that's the level of leadership and vulnerability and authenticity that I'm here for. With my membership that I ran earlier this year, looking back, I closed it too early. At the time, I told myself, you know, I just feel complete with this space. And then sometimes we can create beautiful stories to make ourselves believe those stories because they're more comfortable. Looking back, I would say the truth is, I was just a little bit overwhelmed by the room. It didn't work in that moment exactly how I wanted. And the angry little child in me was like, fuck dad, I'm going to go. We're not going to do this. <laughs> And so I just closed the membership after like two months or something like that, really short. And the thing was that today I would say you cannot start an offer or I just wouldn't recommend starting an offer, launching an offer in your business if you're not in it for the long haul. And I'm not saying because I see this go wrong with all of you as well. Like, I'm not saying like, overthink your offer and make sure it's something you'll want to sell 10 years from now on. But you got to stop thinking in terms of like, oh, this will make me now X amount and that will be fun. And then we move on to the next. Like, of course, if that's, ex that's really, truly fucking exciting to you, go for it. But I think in terms of sustainability, it's really important we look at what we long to do in the long haul, knowing, of course, that things can change over time. Our perspective can change. Our desires can change. All of these things. But for me, today, I'm like a membership. And most offers are things like you're going to sell that for years. And you got to get into these offers with the attitude of like, this is the offer I'm going to sell for the next years. I'm going to run for the next years because it's that important. It's that meaningful. And the reality is, and I've, you know, I've, I've literally done that with the membership. It's like, oh, it doesn't have enough members yet. And like, this is not paying off financially. And instead of just keep on going and building that, I just closed the membership. And I know this is the reality for so many entrepreneurs be it a membership, be it a course, be it whatever it is that you're selling. You cannot sell it to sell it now. You sell it because it's right to offer it to the world because you know it makes a huge fucking difference. And then it doesn't make sense to just stop selling it or close the room because in the first instance, it didn't get the results that you wanted or hoped for or whatever thought you were set on. So today, my offers, my business, it's all based so much more on what I'm really here to create, what I see myself offering for the longest time. And this is really, and you will see this in the upcoming weeks and months, where we're going with the business. Because I don't see the value, I don't see the point of just like, making a little bit of money here, making a little bit, because it's not about the money. It's about the impact. It's about 
what we really want to create in this world and in this lifetime. And we cannot let ourselves back down on things that really fucking matter to us just because they don't sell in the quantities that we want to in the long run. Build it for the long run because it matters, right? So that's a part of the entrepreneurial maturity that I've come to. Another thing that I did want to share is that this year, especially the second half of the year, I've been having a lot of difficult conversations and I've been having them with love and with really this grounded energy of like, I'm here to share my truth and to find out how we can both be here in this place in the best way possible. And I think difficult conversations, we so often think like it has to be super tough and like tough boundaries and tough this and tough that. I am the boss. When it's not even that difficult to have the difficult conversations, when you're having these conversations from a place of love and like I said, like wanting to find common ground and Without going into all the details, I will give you one of the examples of difficult conversations. So I have an amazing graphic designer. I love her designs. I was really like, oh my God. When I found her, I instantly knew she was a person I had to hire. And recently we were working on a design for one of the upcoming offers. And oh my God, like (laughs) I am so beyond, so beyond excited to share this design with you because oh my god is it sexy oh my god is it a turn on but when she sent me the first draft for that graphic I didn't even really know what to say because I did not feel it at all at all and so bit by bit I was like okay but I'm the business owner I'm responsible to give feedback here so I took some time, took the time that I needed and really felt into what what is off here. How did this graphic that I'm not feeling at all slash I fucking hated it. <laughs> How do I communicate what's off here and what is exactly off? And this really like I think I gave myself two days or something until I got back to her because I was like something is not right here. Something is off. And then basically I realized And it was uncomfortable to realize that I had given her instructions to make a graphic in a way that's not her style. And yes, you could say, oh, as a graphic designer, you should just be able to do the different things. But she has a very unique style. And that's the style I hired her for. And that's what I realized. And so I was basically saying, hey, I'm so sorry. I know you already put all this time into creating this. But I feel like what has happened is that I try to push you into a style that's really not your style. And that's why the outcome is really like, it's not it. And then further on, like, we reviewed this graphic, I don't know how many times, and I felt pretty bad (laughs) at certain points. I was like, still not it, but we're getting closer. And to navigate that discomfort, right? Because we all have a people pleaser in us. And there was a part of me, that wanted to just say, oh, fuck it, it's fine. Like, this is the graphic. But I was like, no, this is my business. This is my legacy. And for me, the details matter. I need this graphic to 
to turn me the fuck on, to be something I want to show around to people. And that's exactly where we got. And like, I've just sent this graphic around to all sorts of people in my inner circle because I've just been that excited about it. And that's the feeling I want to have around my work. And I was like, okay, so I have two choices here. I'm going to just settle and be a fucking people pleaser and be like, oh yeah, thank you, fine. And cry myself to sleep. No, obviously not. Like, it's not that dramatic. But like, you know, be unhappy knowing that I've just settled and it's not what I wanted and it didn't like spark me the joy that I want to have for my graphics and my aesthetics. Or I'm going to have the uncomfortable conversation over and over until it's done. And you know what? Like, she was not loving it obviously that I gave that much feedback but I kept really with every bit I kept going back into like I understand you this is not fun for you (laughs) you and I mean art is personal right like graphics to me this is a personal thing so if somebody says I really don't like it I'm sorry that can hurt and so I kept going into this energy of like that might hurt her feelings and I need to say it because it's right it feels right for me and It's been such a beautiful journey of like just finding common ground and creating a graphic because obviously she wants me to be really, really happy with the the things that I'm paying for. And it's just been this beautiful journey of like, yeah, coming together and being there both in empathy. And I genuinely feel like it required me to go first because in that first message, I really had to be vulnerable. I really had to be honest and just be like, you know what? I made a mistake. I pushed you into that thing. Because the reality is, I really, I don't like it. And I'm sorry you already put in this work. And, you know, for me, this is also still a journey of like outsourcing these things and like giving instructions because typically I have a very clear image of what I'm going for and I need to like learn to transmute it. But because I was that honest and vulnerable and open, she could meet me at that same level versus just being like maybe insulted and then pissed off and just like kind of backing away. I think you all know like the kind of conversation I'm talking about, right? Where it's like, You just kind of like push it to the side, but then there's like sticky energy in the air, you know? But yeah, there were lots of conversations like that. Lots of conversations where I needed to step up for what is right for me in my world of ethics and values versus just going the comfortable path. And... My God, there's been so many, like I don't need to walk you through all the little stories, but there's been a lot of stories, a lot of moments I've never experienced like that before that were just a bit challenging. But the thing was, and that's what I really want to share with you here as well, because this is not just me like catching you up, like I'm fully fucking aware. There's a lot for you in there. But yeah, the thing was that somehow (laughs) there was pleasure and beauty in the challenge. I fucking loved it. And I'm not saying that challenge is always fun, but I think there is a perspective we can take on. There is a position to put ourselves in where even the difficult conversation is not that difficult, but one of the most empowering things to do. That's truly how it felt for me. And like like I said, trust me, <laughs> There were some uncomfortable conversations that probably most of us would first rather choose not to have. But the truth is, 
It made me grow above and beyond. And that's why I'm saying 2023 was my biggest year in business so far because the woman I have become through this and the woman I have been through this, she's going to build a seven, eight figure business. She is fucking prepared. She's in leadership and she's, she's got it, you know? And to be honest, in 2022, I believe it was like the beginning of 2022. I was like, I'm going to make a million that year. I couldn't have fucking made a million that year. I was not ready. And I'm so glad I didn't back then. It would have fucking thrown me out a bit. It would have probably massively fucked my nervous system. And now I feel ready. I am prepared. I can actually create it and I can actually hold it. Because the truth is, and I didn't think about this a lot in the past, building a business at that caliber, it doesn't just come with money and fame. (laughs) It doesn't just come with rainbows and butterflies and oh my god, I did it. It also comes with a lot more visibility, which can be scary. Even though like, yes, we all want to be more visible. We want to get our message out. But who else will see it? There will also be people who think you're fucking nuts and they want to tear you down. Can you hold that too? There might be more unhappy clients who, you know, shit into your inbox, who write you an angry email, whatever. Are you prepared to hold that too? And we could probably come up with a million examples. And the question is, On the other side of your goal and all the celebration of the goal, can you hold that other side as well? And sometimes I believe if we're not getting what we want, it's because we're not full on ready yet. And even though we think it would be the most fabulous thing in the world, it would actually hurt us more than it would serve us. Anyhow, with all of this being said, and as I kind of said before, but I really want to touch this here. The most important thing to me is to be happy, to be fulfilled, to be in peace, to be able to be present with my life, with my people, with the things that really matter to me. And I really have been this year. I am so madly in love with the woman I've become. I liked myself before. I thought I was a fun chick. (laughs) But now it's a whole other level. There's one thing to be in this almost like, what is the English word for this? Well, to be in this energy of like, man, because you said I can't do it, now I can't do it. But for me, it's now just this big, wide, calm, peaceful energy of... I got me. I'm good. And the reason it also doesn't even feel so scary to share that, yes, I made financially less money this year is because it's been the most abundant year, the most rich year, such a fucking happy year. And I want to remind you, challenge you to think about, to feel into what really 
matters to you. And what we need to do, in my opinion, and I just recently had a conversation with a client about that, is that we make the gap smaller of like focusing on being happy and making money. Because a lot of us, we think like, oh, if I'm going to focus on happiness, that means less money. And in my case this year, yes, that it cured, but it doesn't have to be this way either. I've done it in the past of being truly fucking happy and the money coming. In fact, I think being, I know being truly fucking happy is your guarantee for also making a lot of money. And now a lot of people I know can say like, oh, but there's so much more to business than that. But honestly, it goes so much fucking deeper. When you're happy is when you'll have the best ideas. When you're happy, you're not going to like overthink everything, but you're just going to do it because you believe in yourself. When you're happy, everything just flows on an entirely different level. And you're connected to God, the universe, yourself, nature. You're going to have entirely different energy around you when you're happy. And that energy and you in that energy create entirely different results it's just what it is and i'm sorry this may be a bit of an unpopular opinion here but people that say oh i'm so fucking happy but they're like not having any money to their name unless you're really feeling like the money's at my fingertips i know it's fucking coming you're bullshitting yourself and also i know a lot of people bullshit themselves about like yeah i can feel it i can feel it when actually you can't, you're just like bypassing things. But that's another story. And that's not what we're going to talk about here. Anyhow, with this whole episode, with all of these very open and honest shares, I really hope, yeah, you feel into what really matters to you, where you really desire to go, where you really desire to be. Because the energy that I'm in right now is really like, I know what it takes and I know what it feels like to know for sure that I'm going there, that I'm getting there, that the big money is coming. I've been saying to my boyfriend like for days and weeks, like I can feel the big motherfucking money at my fingertips. I know it. I feel it. It is impossible for it not to happen. And yeah, with that being said, I just want to quickly touch another thing that I gotten the occasional question about and and I know this interests people. So this year, while I haven't been like launching any big offers and yes, I've had some passive offers and they've sold mediocre, I would say they've sold okay. My my focus was still well, the focus was not on doing a lot of big things anyways, but I was still selling high ticket one-to-one mentorship that was what I still felt super excited to do it's one of my favorite things to do I feel personally in the coaching industry on the coaching market especially if we're talking about like really high level coaching I'm so sad that it's not more available I'm not sure if that's even the right word but I feel like so many people when they're scaling a business so much because like it's all about becoming less accessible being able to hold more people and yes there's something to it but a you can scale in a lot of different ways and b if you're a coach i know i don't just have coaches listening but if you're a coach and you want to scale do it in a way that you truly love and it's okay to be obsessed with working with people one-to-one and truly fucking love it 
if that's what you desire to do, there's a way to do it. Period. The fucking end. I've done it. But anyhow, so what I was about to say, what I want to share here is that even in all this time, yes, I made less money because there were less offers available and I still made money. I still got in all sorts of clients and had amazing collaborations some of the most successful client stories I've ever had. Why? Of course, because I've grown so massively and I've become a better mentor and coach than I ever have been, especially the coaching part. Again, I feel like maybe that's a whole other conversation, but in short, I feel like real good fucking coaching is such a rare skill and you can have a billion certifications and still be a shit coach and you can have no certifications and be an amazing coach. And to be an amazing coach is such an incredible skill. And I have that skill and I'm going to own that. I'm really fucking good at what I do. And I love working with people and really help them find their ways of doing things. And so, like I said, created some of the most amazing success stories with my clients this year. And the thing is, you don't always obviously have to do any big programs, big masterminds or again, whatever your industry is, to go for the super big thing, even though in my case, one-to-one is my highest ticket thing. But for me, with my priorities and with my focus, it was the easiest thing for me to do. And something that gave me a lot of excitement. And so what I did is just, I kept just talking about it on social media. And I didn't talk about it so much because again, it wasn't my biggest focus. I was happy just, you know, doing some client work, having some clients. This was not about like going big. But I feel like this is something I've been ashamed to talk about in the past of like, you know, that's something that I do. I just remind people that, hey, you can work with me and there's all these different offers. And, you know, I do do custom one-to-ones and just reach out to me. And I was sometimes thinking, and this might sound crazy to you or you fully fucking get me. I was like, oh, all these other coaches will think like, what is she doing? Like, this is so basic. And probably she's not making any money with that. And like, yes, in this year, it has meant less money, but it's been amazing. And it just added to obviously the money that I had and the money that I was so grateful to have from what I was previously doing to be able to fully immerse myself in that journey that I was putting myself into this year. And I just want to remind you, like, there's so many ways to get paid. There's so many ways to make money. And it's not always like all or nothing because I could have obviously also chosen to do nothing and completely pull myself out of the game, out of business, but it wasn't what felt fully right. And so often we're just all black and white. And to me, it's BS. Like, yes, if you feel you completely want to unplug from everything, go do that, obviously. But there's a lot of nuances, as always, that you can dance in. Anyways, One last thing, I think this is the last thing at least, (laughs) that I want to share. And this is basically why, or one of the two whys, why I'm sharing this podcast episode. So the first one is, I just felt like I wanted to catch you up. I wanted to tell you what's been going on, take you a little bit more behind the scenes. And the second thing is that I really want to fucking normalize slash remind you that it's okay to intentionally choose to make less money and to be okay with that 
And as I said before, I'm not saying like in general. I think if you have a vision to make a lot of fucking money, obviously you should go for that. But I was speaking to my friend earlier and she was basically saying to me and I was like, fuck yeah. She was like, you know what? It doesn't fucking matter if I have a 200k year, a 300k year, or if I for once have only 100k in a year. Like, does it really matter? No, it fucking doesn't. Because the reality is I'm fine no matter what. And I know what I can create. And if it's the time for me to do that and I feel that, I will. And mind you, this is not somebody who's like dreaming about having a six-figure business or multiple six-figure business. Like, she's somebody like me who's done multiple six figures several times. So this is not like any dreamy blah, blah, blah thing. But again, if we really tap into what's true for us, if you really tap into what really matters to you, what are those things? And for me, what I care about the most is that I'm happy. And the numbers are just numbers. And I'm no longer in need of any particular thing to feel happy. Happiness is something I have within me, I feel within me, I cultivate within me. And the rest is just cherry on top energy, the icing on the cake. And that's it. Again, not saying, oh, I'm not building a seven-figure business anymore. Fuck yes, I am. More than ever I am. Like I said, now I am prepared. But do I really care if I hit it this year, next year, in two years? No, I fucking don't. Because I don't live to build a seven-figure business. I don't live to build an eight-figure business. I live to live. I live to live an amazing unforgettable life i live to leave my legacy to do the things that are so dear to my heart numbers are not that important and you might have heard me say this before that's how i've made all the money the reason i've been saying for years making money is not that complicated is because my experience is it's not i've always made the most money when i was the most happy and this year just my focus was not in the business, on the business. Like, you know, I, li- like I told you, there were other things that just seemed way more important to me. And especially the health part. It just, you know, I had to be really fucking honest with myself about my capacity in that moment. And it just wasn't that high. But yeah, it doesn't freaking matter. Yes, set yourself up and set your business up for, you know, to get paid in ways that really serve you, that really nurture you because of course my life would have felt different my year would have felt different if I would have struggled on top of all of this financially if in all of these difficult moments that actually turned out to be the biggest expanders and something I can find pleasure in if on top of all of that I was like oh my god fuck I can't pay my bills I can't do this that would have been stressful as hell and instead I took two two trips, one to Mexico, one to the United States, flying business class back and forth, living my fucking life. And obviously I've done lots of other fun things, but I feel like these are two big examples that are good examples for this. So set yourself up and set your business up in ways that can serve you and not just about paying the bill tomorrow, but like 
What would happen if you got sick? What would happen if there was something that really needed your attention? Would you be able to be fine financially? Because yes, there is a component in today's world, obviously, where we need money. And yes, safety is something, is a feeling we cultivate within first and foremost. Foremost. <laughs> foremost. But then there's also this 3D down to fucking earth component of having money and being able to pay your bills. And ideally, having more than enough to live your life. So, yeah, I hope this episode is your big fucking chill pill. Your reminder that you get to build your business in your own way. That you don't need to be this hard, hashtag, girl boss, push, 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 energy person. You can do it in your own ways. And that there are things way above money that matter and like i said like i know i know i know i know i know for a fact that this year and that's why it's already the biggest fucking year yet has set me up to have the life that's been on my vision board forever because yes of course in a way i live my vision board what i live today is what I, what I used to have on my vision board for all this time. But guess what? Vision boards grow the more you grow. And over the last few years of building my company, I've really come to see how powerful I really am and that these crazy, crazy, crazy ideas that have been lingering inside of me are there for a reason. And now I feel capable to actually fucking do it. And you don't know what's coming. <laughs> like, I'm not just talking about like where this coaching business is going. There's so much else. So much else. So many fun things that, oh my God, I'm so excited for. And with this foundation of deep fucking inner peace and the increased capacity to actually hold it all, I know I'll be actually able to enjoy it. And not just like drown under all the responsibility that I can't handle. Avoiding all the uncomfortable conversations because, you know, I didn't sh face my shit before. I'm ready now. And like I said, <sighs> I'm so, 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 so beyond words excited for the things that are coming. We've restructured the business By the way, also, of course, and all this time, I kept my assistant. I kept creating with my assistant in the back end. We've done things. I've just done it all in a different tempo, in a different, a different vibe, a different field. I don't know how to really even describe it. But we've, we've done things. We've created things. And I feel like what's coming now is the most aligned anything in my business has ever been. There's visions and ideas that have been lingering inside of me for the past two years. And now they're there. And, you know, it's the end of November as I'm recording this. By the way, the sun has been setting so beautifully as we've been sitting here chatting. And I feel like it's the perfect time to wrap up now soon as literally it just felt like the light switch of the sky went off because literally just a second ago the sun just like fully disappeared behind a cloud um 
Yeah, it's the end of November. There's a whole month left. I could not be more excited. And like I said, this episode, it feels a little bit edgy. Feels a little bit vulnerable. And you know, another uncomfortable conversation I recently had with a client revealed to me that yes, there will be projections. Yes, there will be people leaving when you're bringing a new level of authenticity, vulnerability, if you're showing with the world, showing the world, if you're sharing with the world that you're not a robot, you're not perfect. And yet the question is always just, yeah, what do you want? Who do you want to be? And what will create that inner peace for you? And for me, the reason so many women are just breaking down under their business is because it's always been masks. It's always been just doing the strategic thing, building the business, doing, making it work. Except it didn't work for them as a person, as a human, as a woman. Because it felt like there was a mask and they had to pretend. And this isn't always like in your face, obviously, but it was there. And for me, I'd rather be honest and I'd rather be vulnerable. And I'd rather leave people behind for who that is too much. Who can only book people under the coat of perfectionism. And thinking, oh, this person has everything in under control, so to speak everything for her is perfect i want everything perfect so i'm gonna hire her that's such bullshit don't hire me if this is <laughs> if this is your your vibe but yeah i recently had a client conversation that i'm very grateful for because she basically shared with me your level of leadership and vulnerability it was a little too much for me in that moment and i was instantly thinking like oh who else could i hire maybe i need to go somewhere else but instead in the end she leaned in And it allowed for us to have a way more intimate relationship, which to me is so important because this is where the real magic happens. And this is why I'm sharing all of this with you. Where are we going if we're going with a mask? What are we building if we have to hide our faces, if we have to hide our truths? So I'd rather fucking tell you, you know what? This has not been financially my biggest year. But it actually has been my biggest year for all these reasons that I shared with you. And I could probably like, we could philosophize about this whole story and this whole year <laughs> for so much longer. But I feel like this gave you a good behind the scenes, a good impression. And fuck, I've been speaking for so long. But um, yeah, last thing to wrap it up. As I'm recording this, probably as you're listening, it's the end of November. And there's a whole fucking month left to this year a whole fucking month and i don't know about you but for me i can literally still feel and see this year also becoming the biggest year financially and this is kind of like the last drop i want to share with you because i know a lot of people at this time they're already like looking all at 2024 it's all about the next year it's all about what's next But what's here now? And I'm not saying don't set yourself up for the next year. There's so much beauty in being prepared and giving yourself time and not having to rush and all of these things. And there's a whole fucking month left. The year has 12 months and there's one entire month left. Can you imagine what you can still do? Because I do. 
And I want to remind you of what you can still do. And this leads me very fucking organically to a little bit of a pitch, a little bit of an invitation. Because the other day, I had this super spontaneous impulse. And oh my god, I'm just walking around my pool right now. And the full moon is just smiling at me. Oh my god, it looks stunning. It looks beautiful. Oh god, yeah, tonight's the full moon. Anyways, um, the other day, I was cooking... And I had this impulse to open up a group for the rest of the year. We're starting December 4th and it's a little mini mind. It's the biggest year yet mini mind. And the whole focus is basically on you and me coming together with a bunch of other women. It's a real intimate group and really setting yourself up for your biggest year yet in 2024 so we're going to be looking at your blind spots we're going to be looking at obviously first where you want to go what do you want to create what are you aching to create in the next year and then really making sure you're set up to create that which means looking at blind spot i'm going to very fucking radically mirror your mind your blind spots because that's what i'm really really good at we're going to look at what needs to be shifted what needs slight adjustment what needs to be set up maybe for you to actually create that because the reality is and we've all been there we've all seen it making a big declaration saying oh this is going to be my biggest year yet that's one thing but to actually create it, it takes a little bit more. And to feel like you can actually create it. Because a lot of times, I've seen this so many times with my clients, it's like, yeah, there's the big declaration because getting to the goal sounds like a fun thing to do. But there's so much shaky energy around actually getting there. And in that mini mind, in Biggest Year Yet, we're going to come together to make sure that you know. That you know in your body, you know for sure that it's going to happen because you already have planned everything. You already have everything set up. And when I say planned, I'm not talking about, oh, in January, I'm going to do this. In February, I'm going to do this. This is so much more about the energetic footprint of the whole thing, about creating inner momentum because your inner momentum, your energy, it creates all the rest. But I want to know where you want to go and then I can help you build the inner momentum to get there and that's what i'm saying with like clearing the blind spots clearing the blocks because that's the shit that actually is holding you back and it's not typically any other thing it's the stories you tell yourself it's the prices you said it's like little things that make a huge fucking difference and these are the things we're going to be looking at together and so if this is something that calls you the whole fucking fun vibe of it is one month one what was it <laughs> Oh yeah, one month, one goal, one yes, 1k, so 1,000 um, in terms of the pricing. And I feel like this is going to be the most incredible group. I already have the most amazing women reaching out about it. And if you feel like you want to back your big declaration for the next year with action and you know with Christina... I cannot not get there. And this is exactly what I want. This is the thing I want to gift myself for the Christmas season, for the holidays. This is the woman I'm choosing to become. The woman that just does it because she wants to, not because she needs to. DM me on Instagram. Let's chat. Let's make it happen. I would love to have you. And 
if you don't want to join it, if you're too fucking afraid or it doesn't resonate, whatever, <laughs> I have another invitation for you. And that is I am hosting a masterclass and it's called Against the Stream. And this is about ex exploding your business through art, innovation and feminine leadership. And I don't want to talk too much about it. You come or you don't, but I would fucking come. This is one of the biggest conversations we'll be having in the next couple of months. This is you being early to the party, which is very unlike me. I'm typically late to the party in fashion and in general. I'm always late. <laughs> but be early to the party. Be there now. Hear the stuff that others will talk about in six months from now when they fucking realize. But you'll already be doing it. You'll already be seeing better results than ever before because you've been there. And I don't think I'm like saying two big things here. It's that big. So I, I would come if I were you. Against the Stream, happening December 3rd, live on Zoom. You can find all the details in the show notes. And yeah, you don't want to miss this. You do not want to miss this. And if you've listened until here, thank you for listening. And also, you're so fucking welcome. I feel like this will be my new ending for the podcast. <sighs> this felt great. I'm happy I shared this with you. This has been a long time in the making. And as always, I get so excited to hear from you. Share your thoughts, share your feelings around listening. And let's go motherfucking big from here. Let's be the people who radiate so much happiness, who literally drip in abundance financially, emotionally, spiritually. Let's be the revolution of how business gets to be, of how women do business. Let's focus on the inner wealth and let's create the outer wealth. Let's be rich and relaxed. Feminine fucking fortune. Another program that's coming back next year. I'm excited. <sighs> Anyhow, I need to stop spilling beans now. You know what to do. I'm sending you so much love and see you in the next episode. Bye.